This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today, a Mr. Beast cast member goes trans and why you should care. Joe Biden is still helping Hunter work shady business dealings and an update on the Ukraine document leaker. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, Dylan Mulvaney may have some competition soon at the most obnoxious trans influencer ever because there's another dude dressing up like a woman here in town. This time it is Chris Tyson, one of the recurring cast members on the Mr. Beast YouTube channel. The channel has over 144 million subscribers and is the fourth largest channel on the YouTube platform. Its content is extremely popular among, of course, young boys. Now, Tyson, who is currently married but publicly separated from his wife, gee, I wonder why, has a two-year-old son. He has now decided he is trans. After fans noticed his altering appearance and started asking questions, mainly, what the hell happened to you? He confirmed that he believes himself to now be trans and is undergoing hormone replacement therapy, which he claims on his Twitter account is life-saving care. Now, a deep dive into his Twitter account shows he seems to be a very dark, disturbed individual, and we'll get into that. But before we do, if you're not a big YouTuber, you may be asking yourself, why do I care about some YouTube channel that I don't watch? Why does this matter to me? Well, because not only is this the fourth largest YouTube account, it's also included in YouTube Kids. In fact, one of our producers here at Blaze TV opened the YouTube Kids app only to see a Mr. Beast video staring back at him right there in his recommended section. Now, personally, I don't have the YouTube Kids app because my kids stay the hell away from YouTube, period. I don't trust that YouTube's morals align with mine and that they will know what's truly age-appropriate for my kids. Hell, we don't even have an iPad at my house, but I realize I'm not the mainstream parent. Millions of kids will be suddenly indoctrinated into this lifestyle, watching one of their role models transform from a, I don't know, I would say reasonably-looking masculine man to a Dylan Mulvaney-looking creature, as you can see here. Uh, but when it comes to who your children are looking up to, this story gets a whole lot darker than that. And here to help me break it all down are Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and founder and owner of Ripiverse Comics, and John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Commie. Um, this guy is... He's creepy, okay? And we've gone through the whole Leah Thomas, AGM, uh, I don't even... Autogyne of AGP, autogynephilic, I think is how you say it. I, I don't, honestly, I never knew what these terms were until we started going into this trans thing. And I was like, wow, I wish I didn't know what these terms are, but now I do. And there, this is a new one for me as well. So some of these uh, tweets that were unearthed, gentlemen, um, 
I had to look up some new terms. And let's let's go to this one from 2016. That is, uh, nothing gets my knob a cranking like some lolly. Now, I didn't know what that was, but apparently we were talking about it before the program too. John, is this correct? It is a young-looking girl character in Japanese anime. First, I really don't appreciate that you pivoted to me as, like, the expert on that. So, John, being that you are the lolly expert, can you tell us what it is and how much of it is on your computer? No, no. Oh. Is, you ever seen Joker when he produces a handgun and kills the host? That's how I feel right now. Uh, the reason I am familiar with it is because my political opposition is, like, it's rampant in their community, uh, particularly, like, some of these bigger Twitch streamers and YouTubers. They, like, love this stuff because they're all, like, sexually degenerate, and you can't entertain that without eventually targeting children as the American people are waking up to but yeah it's basically a way to like circumvent i guess um laws and standards that would dissuade people from looking at uh, pornography containing children their excuses like oh well it's drawn so it's not hurting anybody but it's like well you're still entertaining the idea in your brain of it uh and so there's something obviously wrong and demented with you that is going to lead to further harm in the future so eric how much do you know about it well i know it's weird um, I mean, it's basically like I, I, I mean, he's basically saying I am attracted to young girls in anime form. Yeah, potentially. Uh, look, man, everything these days is that you know, we had this conversation years ago. You would have been certainly destroyed uh, any event that that's, you know, something that you admitted publicly, though. This, to be fair, this person absolutely did on their, on their own Twitter. But things have become more and more normalized. Um, so people are certainly more confident. And I think that's what this new sort of degeneracy has introduced and in people being far more confident, bold or emboldened to to do goofy stuff like this. But, man, what ha- the dynamic, I guess, is what what's most intriguing about this for me. Yeah, this guy's weird. Uh, when you get, you look at some of the old tweets, you say these things about against feminism, I guess, in opposition to, I think, a family member or was his sister or something like that. And now he's having the position it is that he this person was going through some some odd stuff. I feel very bad for that child, mm-hmm. considering that they have to watch their father go through this nonsense. And it seems like the I don't know much about what's going on with their relationship, but clearly they're not together. And like you said at the beginning of the uh, show, uh, I wonder why. Right. Um, does that have anything to do with it? But the dynamic with Mr. Beast and. He has had historically members that have kind of come and gone uh, uh, with him. But they recently posted some video of them going through like some mystery box thing. And this, I don't know what, are they still going by Chris? Do it's we know? Chris. All right. So Chris. That's that's the name that's on his, okay. all, on uh, all of his mama, social media. Mama, mama named him Chris. I'm going to call him Chris. <laughs> uh, but Chris is dressed up like this chick, I guess now. And even like that's Mr. Horrifying. B. Looks kind of uncomfortable as they're like, because he has to know the writings on the wall. If you actually have that that attach, what do they call it? The deal that you can get where you can see the down votes on on these Twitter yeah. videos. Yeah, this is like his most disliked video that yep. he's ever ever had. Yep. Um, now take dislikes for whatever you want it to mean, but it does show that there's something. He how he's going to navigate this is going to be very interesting because to your point. Maybe people that don't watch his YouTube or watch YouTubes in general, he is a massive YouTuber. Anything that he touches is getting millions of views off the rip. It doesn't matter what it is that he's doing. He's done a lot of stuff that's been kind of in philanthropy space. It's gotten him in trouble, ironically, with leftists. Um, and I don't know if this is a ploy to try to get those guys back on his side or what have you. I'm not going to say that it is. 
But when you look and see how uncomfortable he is, it's like he's thinking through it like this might just derail. If I keep this guy around, it might derail everything it is that I have because we're watching someone who uh, was something completely different change into this. And it's just degenerate nonsense. And people are seeing this in all forms of different media. And I think people are starting to be be over this. But, yeah, of course, they're going to target young people. I don't know if that specific video is going to be in the YouTube kids. I don't know. But. Of course, they are targeting young people. We already knew we already knew that. And they're very gullible, very impressionable. So maybe <laughs> it sounds goofy, but I don't know if someone's going to look. Hey, I like this guy. He was part of his cast. Right. And I'm going to adopt that. I would hope we have enough comp like comp like some parents that can stop that from happening. I would like to think that Mr. Beast isn't raising their children, but. Yeah, it's something worth paying attention to. This is culture in action. Well, I mean, speaking of, you know, parenting. This this guy is now his kid, his yeah. poor kid. He's two and he's already, uh, you know, he's po he posted something on Twitter that was like, I posted this picture on my Snapchat and I saw some pretty rude comments. Say anything you want about me. I don't care. But anything towards Tucker will be an immediate block. And it's a picture of his young son wearing female girls shoes with the caption Tucker chose to slay this morning. He didn't choose that. I mean, if he did, it was like incidental. Like, look, you know, these shoes, they fit on my feet. It's not like he's trying to make some sort of statement. I mean, it's a two-year-old child. But mm -hmm. such a grand display of narcissism by this guy where his, like, weird sexual perversion is now taking precedence over his role as a husband and as a father. Uh, I mean, his poor wife, like, when you make that vow to somebody, that doesn't change for literally, I mean, any reason, let alone just, like, I think I'm a woman now, and so I'm going to, like, play dress up and, and, you know, LARP is this caricature of, like, what it means to be a woman. It's so delusional and the hormones too. I mean, what other condition is there where your psychological state requires like a physical cosmetic surgery to be performed. I mean, if I went to the doctor and said, I want to be a pirate, you have to cut my hand off. They'd be like, well, that's ridiculous. I would have to give myself some sort of like a diabetic condition or maybe get frostbite or something to the point where they would then amputate it. But there's no other condition where your psychological state warrants medical intervention uh, to the point of surgery being conducted like on your body and otherwise healthy tissue and healthy parts. It's just insane. Yeah, I just, the, the, this poor child and this poor wife who, as you mentioned, you know, marriage is supposed to be forever, but not only that, she apparently was, she's an influencer herself, I guess that's how they met, but she is uh, a devout Christian. I mean, can you imagine just how gutted you would feel? That's the worst part of this whole thing, and I don't want to lose sight of that, that yeah. we're, we're basically a family was broken up, and I don't, again, I don't know what certainly led up to this guy having these just crazy ideas, but yeah, I mean, look at the culture that the West in particular, America, has fostered that has allowed someone to even think that that is something that is permissible. And nobody like, of course, the people that are into that movement, alphabet community, or maybe are going to pat them on the back. Hey, you're living your life. And they're not even going to look at, well, we just watched a family perhaps get ruined mm -hmm. out of this whole ordeal. Is that something that you care about? Of course not. They're not even discussing it. It's not up for the dispute or anything out. But that's that's the most sad part of this, that now we have a broken up family all because this guy's going through whatever psychological nonsense that he's going through. And he's done it to the part to where he's going to now LARP as a as a woman, uh, as this influencer on on YouTube. And yeah, ha ha, it's awesome. He's just, this guy is now living out his um, whatever. He's just being himself is what these uh, idiot activists would say. Quite the opposite. But we just saw a family get destroyed because of it. And I guess that's 
lets you know how degenerate it actually is mm-hmm. because their side doesn't even discuss that part of it because they look at that as, okay, whatever. So what a, a child, parents are split and the father is now, I don't know, what do you call? Is it still a father? I mean, I would say <laughs> yes. I don't know what they would say. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I know, I know. That's confusing the children. I, they probably even view that as a victory. I mean, they they probably. literally hate families. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. That's a good and, point. And that's not even like, you know, the left hates them. It's like, yes, but if you read like their theory, they talk about how the family is an institution designed to traumatize mm-hmm. and like control children, uh, which is why they need to be basically given to the state to make good citizens in the sense that they're like, you know, open-minded and liberal and supporting democracy and things yep. like that. I feel so bad for the American public or just getting a glimpse as to like how these communities actually operate. If you go back and read like what's regarded to be like queer political theory, they write very openly about how the family is an institution designed to traumatize children, whereas pedophilia is something good because it's an act of love on children that the family has to defend. Like they're very open about all of this. And, and the further you get into this, or I should say maybe as the society becomes more tolerant and less oppressive of these ideas, you're just gonna see this get far worse. Like even far worse than the most insane caricature of this culture that like a Baptist preacher from the 80s would have delivered. So, to, okay, so to your, but to your point, um, news today that Democrats in Washington state have passed a new law that would allow shelters that take in runaway children to not notify the parents if the child is seeking sex change procedures or an abortion. So it already passed the, the House, it's Democrat-controlled House, and it all the Senate has to do, they've already, the Senate had already voted to pass it, but there was an amendment that the House added, and so the Senate has to vote on that amendment, basically, before it heads to the governor's desk to be signed. So, it's like, how, hello? Yeah. They don't want you to be the parent. They want to be the parent. They want the state to be the parent. And whatever the state says is all the radical ideology that the state signs onto because they love the chaos and they love the confusion, they are going to be the parent. They are determined to make that happen. What was that chick's name? I think her name was Sarah Jones. She wrote like an op-ed not too long ago on the New York Post where she was basically saying that, you know, uh, trying to conflate this idea of uh, children being property. And she was saying that that is the position of folks like ourselves who just want to be normal parents. And they said that, well, you guys are looking at children as property. And it really goes to show how they're trying to demonize really the concept of what a what we look at as a normal parent and what their actual responsibilities are supposed to be. And they find such issue with that. I mean, they were going as far as the same person that wrote in that, in that same article going as far as to say, like, you know, in Arkansas, they're uh, uh, allowing like younger people to start working again. Like, I don't know, it was when we were growing up because I know mm-hmm. I had my first job 14, 15 years yep. old. You can't do that anymore. Uh, but and, and she was acting like that was just such a such a crime for them to be able to to do that. And to that, teach them responsibility. Yeah, they, they're going to probably learn more about Financial responsibility literacy. being uh, having an actual job than they mm-hmm. are in these rotten schools mm-hmm. that they're certainly uh, going to. But I think that's what they're so, so scared of. And I think they now understand, like, if we can just make it seem like it's a fundamental problem to have the responsibilities and exercise those said responsibilities of being a parent, uh, protecting that child, uh, preserving their innocence, all of that. If they can try to somehow criminalize that in some kind of way, they, they think they, they're on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally time. agree. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So, you know, I don't know, you could go to Brazil or Colombia or somewhere else and get like crazy stuff done to your face to try to make yourself look younger but you don't need to do that 
you can just use Genucel. This is something I use multiple products of theirs every day. Um, and uh, my favorite is their immediate effects eye cream. You put it under your eye and you literally feel the difference right away. Um, they've also got things, uh, products for eye bags, uh, you know, puffiness. They've got a vitamin C serum. They've got it all. They've got a microbiome shield that is a probiotic moisturizer where they're, it's literally the same probiotics that are in yogurt that you eat because you know that it's good for your gut. Well, guess what? It's good for your face too. It's going to target fine lines. It's going to target sunspots. It's going to target discoloration. It's going to target redness. You are going to love all the Genucel products and you can go to genucel.com slash Y, save over 70 percent off right now on Genucel's most popular package featuring their ultra retinol and dark spot corrector. Do not wait. That's a great deal. 70% off. You can't beat it. Go to Genucel.com slash Y. All orders upgraded to a free shipping and every subscription order includes a complimentary spring spa box with three spa essentials also for free over at Genucel.com slash Y. That is G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Y. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, maybe you've just found this program. Maybe you've been watching for a while, but if you're watching, we would appreciate it if you would, uh, you know, just give us a gentle tapping on that thumbs up, showing that you like this program. Subscribe. I swear every day I keep getting more comments that people are like, yeah, well, I was unsubscribed somehow, so I had to go and resubscribe. Go check and make sure you're subscribed. Comment, let us know what you think on the news of the day. Um, I want to move over to this, the leaker. Uh, Jack Teixeira. And we talked about him yesterday. Um, he had just been arrested, obviously, yesterday. Um, and some of the, you know, the the leaks that he exposed to this Discord server were um, the West plan to arm and train the Ukrainian army, uh, the state of its inventory of armor and artillery. Um, by the way, the exact pace at which Ukraine is firing its ammo each day. Um, none of that looks good for Ukraine, by the way. How many U.S. troops we have in Ukraine? Um, a lot. Zelensky was being spied on by the U.S. There was a lot that he released in those leaked documents. Um, and so the leaker of these documents apparently had also told these members of this Discord server um, that federal agencies allowed the 2022 shooting at a Buffalo supermarket to happen so that they could use the event to argue for more funding. He said the government hides what he called horrible truths from the public. And it's just fascinating because, you know, we talked about it on the program yesterday, but you have a media who was more concerned with tracking down this leaker's name. Who is this leaker than perhaps doing what I think the leaker was trying to do their job, right? Like exposing the corruption, uh, you know, the, 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 the evilness that lies within the federal government. And nobody seems to be concerned about that. Everyone's talking about, oh my gosh, the leaker who leaked all of this information. Um, all of a sudden, they don't have the same whistleblower, you know, uh, uh, considerations that they did whenever it was someone within the Trump administration leaking something every 10 freaking seconds. Well, that goes to show that what we have, is, I mean, look, journalism isn't real, a real occupation anymore, at least not to what we see in the, the, the mainstream. And so that doesn't all, at all surprise me, especially when you consider the actions and how they've treated other people that have uh, leaked uh, certainly information and now they've become public enemy number number one. This guy's about to be tortured 24 seven, yeah. probably for the next uh, uh, year. So he's going to have it out out bad. 
um, with the route of discord. That was certainly interesting to put that in from it's such a such a young person thing uh, to, to, to do mm-hmm. uh, there. But yeah, of course, they're not going like, to care. They'll stay here. Yeah, <laughs> it's a members only invitation. Yeah, discord. That, that no was, one will ever see it. I don't, I'm not sure uh, why he, they went that route. But that is you bring up a great point that. The people that you would think will look at, okay, let's look at what was leaked and let's make sure that we understand, first of all, whether or not this is this is true and certainly what the those implications are. I think when we use the term, you hear the term false flag used all the time about that, that, that shooting recently. Um, I think people wrongfully understand what that is. They often think a false flag mm. as like something that is orchestrated. And, and 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 planned out. Com- well, no, yeah, completely manufactured. Yeah, completely yeah. manufactured. And no, what was described would certainly fit the bill of a false flag in the sense that, well, they knew something was going to happen, but because of the benefits of allowing it to play out and whatever sort of plan that they had or they could conjure up around that, right. that's absolutely what what they what that is. So if that is indeed true and something that's happened, happened, I think we've seen that happen over the course of recent American uh, human history. And I would hope people look more so into when you see these mass shootings and all that weird stuff exists, it's a little more than what meets meets the eye. But, yeah, you can't expect that all the the journalists or any of those guys, mainstream guys to do the job and look at, well, screw who did it. Not to say that maybe that's not important to you guys, but let's talk about the information. And if it is valid, who that incriminates and what that certainly entails, you think the uh, American public should should uh, want to know that or understand it at least. Yeah, I mean, I think that his, uh, you know, obviously I would like to see proof that the Buffalo supermarket oh, shooting, right? Like, I, I want to see proof, but... Clearly, this man does have access to documents. Should he have had access? Absolutely not. We still don't know how he had access, but he did have access to documents that were very highly classified. So I would entertain the idea that what he is saying is true, Number because number one, I don't trust the government at all. But number two, he had access to, to non-public information, so... Let's listen to the guy and see what he has to say. Unfortunately, we're never going to know, but I wouldn't put it past the government. Yeah, it's one of those cases where instead of just coming out and like, oh, that's not true, they're like, okay, well, we got to arrest this guy. It's like the Snowden thing. And they know that people are just going to move on and forget within a few days anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just confirms what we already know and suspect about the way our government operates. I can't even remember the last mass shooting where we didn't find out later that some level of law enforcement Mm -hmm. was involved and like chose to stand down because we're... I don't want to say facing, uh, we are being governed by probably the most sophisticated conglomeration of power in like human history. And these people know everything. If they want to go after somebody, they can. They know what people are up to. Um, and so if they are doing something or not doing something, it's probably because it's going to achieve uh, their ends or it's going to move the ball down the field for them, whether it's the thing in Ukraine or it's stuff that goes on here uh, domestically with these mass acts of violence. And they don't, and yeah, Eric makes a great point. They don't have to necessarily even orchestrate it because their orchestration is breeding a society that would drive people to that point and then just like stepping back and then being like, oh, that's a problem. I guess we got to take your guns. Yeah, 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 that's a great point. Um, I want to move to uh, what's going on in Tennessee. Obviously, they, I'm sorry, I laughed. It was was a dark day, that fateful day when there was, yes, there was 
an insurrection at the Tennessee Capitol. And we saw the members of the House expelled who have now, you know, been reinstated. Wow, that was such a horrible penalty. Great job, GOP. Now they've already been reinstated. So it was all for nothing. But uh, this this representative, Justin Jones, who Eric and I talked about last week, he was reinstated to his position Monday. Um, and there has been new footage that has emerged from 2020, the summer of love, as we know, that shows uh, this Justin Jones, same guy, representative, is supposed to be, we used to like, I don't know, take pride in that, have people who represented us well. And this guy over in 2020 was assaulting drivers who were on the streets during the Black Lives Matter protests, uh, which is what these, uh, if you're watching, those of you who are listening on video, I'm sorry, on audio podcast, this is him stealing a, what is he taking a cone? He's taking a traffic cone, blocking the car. Um, he's the one in the hat. So there he is at the window, and you can see him leaning all the way in. Now, as you're watching this, I want you to know, you may be thinking, well, um, surely he had charges pressed against him. Well, no, because there are a bunch of Democrats who are, you know, in the DA's offices who are just dropping charges. I saw one person go, well, he didn't have any charges pressed, so obviously everything was fine. Like, well, no. We, I mean, we, we saw what he did just because the DA's office decided that they didn't want to press charges against anyone if they held their fist up in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. But if you attended a, a, MAGA, pro, a MAGA rally with a red hat, you, you're going to be thrown away in prison for life. But it's just, it's very troubling to me how far it's rotted when it comes to who we elect to represent us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it used to be like such an esteemed position. And now we just have actual, I mean, I know we, Eric would call all of them criminals. Yes. And they are to yes. a degree. They're, um, you know, they're making shady investment deals because they have insider information. Like they're all criminals. But we're talking about someone who can go out on the streets of the state which they represent and assault people and still hold office. That's really scary to me. Well, look, if you guys paid attention in 2020, um, when these mug shots and all this stuff would uh, come out of these protesters that, well, I use that term loosely, rioters who were, be it inflicting property damage, violence, and a lot of them, especially out, you know, west, where you had like in Portland and stuff, they were like, teachers, they were uh, mm -hmm. working within the school system. This is something that is very similar to that, and that you have now these, particularly the people my age and younger, who are now entering in these positions, be it in the school system, be it in government, who are absolutely participating in, let's say, that bad behavior. And I think that's been that case for, for, for a little bit. It just, in 2020, it shed light on how deep it actually is and how far these guys have infiltrated. They're, they've long been complicit. So, you know, this is the long game that leftists had historically played in that they looked at it like we don't need the best ideas. We don't need the brightest people. All we need to do is infiltrate their institutions mm -hmm. uh, that, that people look up to as if it's like, to your point, people look at like representatives as these guys that have at least some sort of a moral high ground, they're supposed to be the better of us. I'm not saying I have that position, but of, a lot of people do. Same thing with like teachers. Mm -hmm. Same thing with even doctors even uh, for this matter. And you're seeing from the, the medical system to the, the, the um, educational system and in your own government, they have all these crackhead ass activists who work for them, who are in positions of 
power. Mm -hmm. That's how deep it is. So I guess the next question that we all have to really face ourselves with an answer is what do we do having been presented with that information? And you know that these this is who is governing either you, at least in some capacity. Right. John, it was not just 2020. In February 2019, he was actually, this is so wild to me, he was barred from the Capitol because he attacked a former House Speaker uh, in Tennessee through coffee at a Republican representative and uh, screamed that uh, the representative was a racist. And now all of a sudden he's just, he just works there. You know, in El Salvador, they <laughs> oh don't God, have to deal with things now. like this anymore because they understand, you know, libertarians, they make this point a lot, and it's absolutely true. Like, the state has a monopoly on violence. Like, that's sort of the foundation of the idea of a government. Like, we're going to do the violent stuff so that you guys don't have to. Mm -hmm. And if you don't acknowledge that, and I'm not calling for violence, I'm really calling for, like, mass imprisonment uh, because these people are, like, incompatible with what we regard to be Western civilization. And if we keep pretending that that's not true and we don't put the people who need to be in prison in prison where they're fully locked down, you're going to have to like democratize prison for everybody. So now Sarah Gonzalez is going to have to wait if she wants to go buy a razor blade because someone's going to have to come and unlock a cabinet. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, your daughter's not going to be able to leave the house after 8 p.m. because it's dangerous outside because we aren't doing what needs to be done to maintain like a peaceful civilization. I mean, we used to, and that actually is an infringement upon freedom insofar as I am now less free to live my life expediently and how I want. And you can say, well, you still can. There's just greater risk. Well, it's like, okay, in practical terms, no, you're not as free if you can't go walk throughout the downtown areas of a city because you might get killed. Like, yeah, you still can do it. You won't get arrested. But there is something to be said about the lack of the mitigation of that potential violence because people know that if you don't have a safe society, it's better for those in power because people aren't as trusting. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have as much pride in their, their cities or their towns or their communities or anything like that. And it's like, if you don't even have pride in it, then what's the point of trying to conserve it or fight for it? Right, yeah. Um, all right, let's, um, let's take a quick break and talk Joe and Hunter Biden. Uh, we'll give you the latest after that. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Scoremaster. So charging higher interest is obviously how banks make more money, and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is, I don't know, maybe meh, but not so great. Scoremaster is the new science in accelerating credit scores. It puts you in control of your money, not the bank. So let's say your credit is 650, you want to borrow 500 grand to refi your home. Starting at Scoremaster could save you over 75 grand in interest over the life of your loan or more. That is 75 grand. That's your money. You get to keep it, not the banks. That's the genius behind the Scoremaster three-week rule, especially now with soaring interest rates. It just takes a minute to get started. You can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So if you're looking to apply for any sort of loan or auto lease, you got to start at Scoremaster. You can go to scoremaster.com slash news to try Scoremaster for free. No reason not to do it. That is scoremaster.com slash news. So uh, Joe Biden took Hunter Biden to Ireland this week. It was Hunter and Joe and I believe Hunter's aunt flew off to Ireland this week despite uh, continued scrutiny by congressional committees investigating the Biden family's foreign business dealings. Uh, back in 2011, which they're, of course, investigating now, Hunter's partners at the newly defunct investment from Rosemont Seneca Partners discussed making contacts to expand their energy investments in various state-owned investment funds, including Ireland. Uh, Devin Archer, the then CEO of the firm, suggested that someone from Rosemont Seneca reach out to Dan Rooney, the then U.S. ambassador to Ireland, uh, in order to gain connections to the Irish government. 
And Archer later wrote, ideas we could follow up on. Ireland, ask for intro through Rooney. And then the firm's former president, Eric Schwerin, say that five times fast, uh, suggested to Devon and Hunter that an informal meeting with Rooney could be arranged during the St. Patrick's Day festivities in Washington, D.C. the following week. He said, Ireland, I assume there may be some opportunities to informally connect to Rooney at all at the St. Patrick's Day stuff next week, then formally follow up afterwards. So fascinating, guys. This stuff is Likely still happening right under our eyes that, uh, you know, Joe Biden's just like, oh, Hunter's never been to Ireland before. I got to take him. Come on, Hunter. And we know that they had previously already been trying to build and form these connections um, to Hunter and his shady business dealings. Would you be shocked, Eric, if it was just still happening right underneath our nose? No, I expect it to still be happening. And I also expect it. And that's not the dumb the situation down that there are other members of Congress and members of government that are also doing some, let's say, shady stuff or taking advantage of it, trying to the other position it is of power to make a lot of money. I mean, think about this, guys. How in the hell do you think that definitely someone like Joe Biden, who is not a businessman by any means, he's been in government for I mean, hell, longer than any of us have been alive. I think it's about 235 years. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. And it always is the case. Even guys that are there for, let's say, a couple of terms in Congress, how their their net worth just completely explodes and they are worth millions mm-hmm. upon millions of dollars. You think that they're just getting that legitimately? Right. Like because their salary does not call call for that. So where else are they going to get it? Well, they do stuff like this. And uh, yeah, if you can and I, it's like this is mafia esque. It's like, all right, well. You know, we're going to have a family member sort of act like they're kind of doing everything, even though you're just as much a part of the process as anybody else. You just don't want it to connect all the way back to you. We're long beyond that, at least for Joe Biden. We know that he's involved in all this stuff and there's not like anything's going to going to happen to them. But I mean, you can make the argument that the vast majority of these cats in government, definitely at least the ones that aren't businessmen. That's exactly what it is that they're doing. They're trying to leverage their positions of uh, of power to get wealth and amass uh, all sorts of wealth. And if that means working with other countries, uh, criminals in other countries, they will absolutely do that. They do not care about selling off any sort of assets by way of the uh, American people uh, to do so or selling the soul, that is, of the American uh, people and the, uh, the government itself. If you think that it does have one. That, that's to be expected, at least in my honest opinion. I can't think of a, a, a different reason for Hunter Biden actually showing his face now that we know all that we know about him, now that he's being investigated in so many ways. It's like, wh- you're just going to gallivant around to Ireland with your dad and pretend like nothing happened? It just seems bizarre to me. Right, well, you know what they say. I mean, you'll never beat the Irish. And I, I can't help but view this as sort of like a, like an ancestral triumph. You know, if you look at how the Irish were treated by the British... <laughs> and how the British Empire was ultimately usurped by the American Empire after World War II. To know that America is now being puppeteered by the 32 counties is actually like, uh, it brings me a sense of joy in a way. John, you are one of a kind. Thank you. Um, I, so I, to, to, to this story, I want to throw one more uh, piece of this. A former Obama administration staffer has said that he is willing to testify under oath that in 2014, uh, that Vice President, of course, then Vice President Joe Biden was involved in, to Eric, your point, a kickback scheme. Um, he said that the kickback scheme included Hunter Biden and Ukrainian gas from Burisma, which is just what we've been talking about for how many years? It's, it's difficult for me. 
I went back and when Glenn was doing his chalkboard specials and I was like, I was blown away at the year that that happened because it was much longer ago than I remembered it being. Yeah. And since then, it's like we just get this recurring, oh, look, Fox News picked up that it turns out that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were involved in a kickback scheme with Burisma. Oh, look, this person is now willing to testify under oath. It's like... Well, the, We've been telling you guys this for well, we, years yeah, We now. talked about it on the show before this whole, not to say that there hadn't always been at least some sort of conflict between Russia uh, and Ukraine before it really like kicked off. As of recently, we talked about uh, Hunter Biden and, and, and Joe Biden and, and, and their sort of. Uh, it, was, it, was when, it was when they were trying to impeach Donald Trump over yeah, a phone o- call. O- yeah, over, over this whole deal. We talked trying about. Trying to expose it. Right, right. We <laughs> talked about Ukraine and Joe Biden. And it's like, you know, we consider all what's going on right now. It's like, yeah, of course, there's sort of some vested interest, not just from the US, United States government, but. Uh, that Joe Biden certainly has in, in Ukraine. It's almost as if he, you know, he has some conflicting interest there. But, you know, the American people are presented with this information and do absolutely nothing about it. And I'm not saying that to blackpeel everybody because I do want you to do something about it. I'm not saying that you should go march on the Capitol and kick your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's death. That's not even that um, effective uh, by any means. But we know there are a bunch of criminals. I don't know. Is it is it the education system? Uh, and I'm not saying that as like a catch all. I'm saying what in the hell happened to where we are? In, it's ingrained in our minds that they're supposed to be good. And when we're presented with information that they're objectively bad or at minimum shady people, it's like we just shrug our shoulders. I don't know. All right. We've got to take a quick break. We will be back with more. But uh, first, we want to remind you guys, if you have not yet seen Steve Dace, his book, Nefarious, A Nefarious Plot, is now a movie, and you got to go see it. It came out this weekend. It's opening weekend. You got to go see it. Eric has seen it. Yes. I also had Sean Patrick Flannery, uh, who is a star. Uh, we talked to him uh, earlier this week on my channel. He has some great insight on the movie. You guys should go check that out. But absolutely, he even told me that if you see no other movie by him, this needs to be it. He said it's the most important uh, film that he's ever acted That he's in. ever done. I mean, that's that's huge. And look, it's you're going to see the movie poster and you're going to be like, that looks too scary to me. It's a psychological thriller. OK, that's it's why it's rated R. Um, it doesn't have a bunch of cursing. It doesn't have a bunch oh, of gore. gore yeah. yeah, it's not it's not that kind of movie. It is it's purely the the dialogue that makes it so thrilling. Um, and you're going to love it. And I'm just going to tell you, it is spiritual. It's Steve Day, so it is spiritual. It's got a spiritual aspect. But it is what is going to drive culture. This is the type of movie that is going to drive culture. And that is why it is so important that you need to bring your non-believing friends as well to go see this movie. Everyone will love it. It's not like in-your-face religious, okay? It's awesome. you got to go see it. You can get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. It is here nationwide. Don't miss out. Go to whoisnefarious.com. All right. Now we are. It's Friday. So we're going to do another segment of Dear Sarah. You guys have been sending so much of your, you know, you want some tips. You want some life advice. We're here for you. You can send us. Uh, your question at dearsarahattheblaze.com. So today, uh, here is one from Searching for a Spouse. I have a long and rather sad story, but I'll give you the basics. I'm a Christian, very active in my church, and father of two. Two years ago, my wife of six years decided to abandon God and leave the kids and I for the co-worker she was having an affair with. I fought hard for and won primary custody of the kids in October last year. 
most of the chaos has settled down and I am becoming more and more aware of things I alone cannot provide my children with. They need a mother and their biological mom is clearly not interested in being more than a friend. I'm 32 and haven't dated or courted in any classical sense, basically ever. Uh, my marriage was due to almost more of a whirlwind situation. It's another long story. Uh, suffice it to say, if I had known what I know now about trauma bonding, it wouldn't have gotten that far. At any rate, I'm at a loss and would appreciate your advice. I love the show. Thanks for t- taking the time to read this. Sincerely searching for a spouse. So this story actually hits closer to home for my personal life than probably any of you out there know. Um, well, I guess you do now. But previous to this, you didn't. Um, and and I obviously, as you guys know, uh, Well, due to circumstances outside my control, I was divorced. Um, So I know about the whole single parent thing and uh, trying to navigate that. And I would say, lean, you say you're very active in your church, lean on that church, lean on the motherly figures in that church because you can only control what you can control. And of course your, your child needs a motherly figure, but again, you can only control what you can control. Um, I would also say, It's healthy to want uh, another spouse, but don't rush into things. I think that you can't be searching for a spouse. I think that you need to be open to a spouse. And that person, I think when the timing is right, will come into your life. That's just my personal opinion. I don't I think I don't think that it helps you to 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 be looking for them because then you're going to that's the reason that you're going to remarry is for your kid, not for yourself and then you could come into all sorts of problems later on down the road. Um and look, this is just my personal experience. I was not looking for love again and it just so happened to find me and I actually ran away from it for a very long time and then couldn't run away from it any longer. But I definitely don't think, I think you're on the right track with wanting that motherly figure. Um, I just don't want you to search for it too hard. Let it find you. Gentlemen, we've got about a minute. Do you, you feel free to disagree with me. No, I don't necessarily uh, disagree. I mean, uh, ironically, I'm the same exact age as as him. I haven't gone through certainly that ex- experience. I can only imagine, but I think he's in a good spot I mean, you have to be considering that you are a male yeah. uh, and you got and custody. And you got primary custody. Primary, like, so you must be a huge. very good man yeah. uh, if you were able to pull that no off. No kidding. But yeah, I love your point of maybe leaning on um, uh, figures maybe in the church mm-hmm. uh, to try to uh, at least play that role right. um, that, you know, maybe uh, uh, you just simply can't because, you know, you can't provide that aspect of it. Yeah. This stuff happens all the time and it just shows how backward society is now. And I feel so badly for men that have stories similar to this because, I mean, you you knew what the red flags were. I mean, this woman spending more time with her male friend at work and things like that. And any ability for you as like the head of your household to say like, no, you're actually not going to have male friends. No, it's I'm actually not comfortable with you working, let alone working full time or long hours because you understand that these things tend to happen when you have these male-female dynamics then all of her girlfriends would be like, he's controlling you. He's not like letting you live your life. And so all of the like social expectation that would have prevented things like this from happening decades ago are now gone. And uh, it's just like a matter of time before this just keeps happening more and more. So God bless you. Yeah, I mean, I truly, God bless you. And uh, we'll be praying for you and your children because it is, it's, it's tough being a single parent, I feel you. But we appreciate you reaching out and uh, we'll be right back. mentioned earlier, Joe Biden was in Ireland this week, and uh, it's not going great for us, guys. The uh, Speaker of the Irish Parliament was seen 
literally physically moving Joe Biden uh, around for a photo. He seems to try to indicate to him, hey, we need to... All right, we're, I'm just going to move you, okay? You need to move so we can have this photo. Hurry, laugh casually. Like, we're something's funny, and we're not just changing your diaper every 20 minutes. Um, and then it got worse because Joe Biden was uh, over at the Dublin Castle, <laughs> and he said this very inspirational speech, let's go lick the world. Watch. My heart, there's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mm. mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go... Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Mm. Let's go lick the world. Let's do it. Uh, what was he tr- I don't, is that like, like an old phrase, maybe a saying? Because I don't, what else could he have been trying to say? Let us know in the comments if that's some sort of old-timey <laughs> phrase that we're not aware of. John? I don't know. I don't understand how people can like support this guy having any experience with elderly relatives. I mean, I saw my grandma last weekend for Easter. She's 85, uh, early like onset, or not early onset, but symptoms of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And these people walk like like Jenga towers on office chairs, you know, like very just sort yes. of rolling around, yes. no movement, just not trying to fall over. It's crazy that they're doing this to him. All right, thanks guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.